0: Now, fight back with Libby Snymer on Zuba Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: It's safe to say the Toronto mayoral race is underway, and it's Mayor John Tory's race to lose. A week ago Friday, it appeared that John Tory would have no significant competition, but then at the last minute... Quite literally, Jennifer Kiesmat entered the race. The former chief city planner says she was angry about the way Mayor Tory reacted to Premier Doug Ford's announcement that he would be reducing Toronto City Council from 47 members to 25. Kiesmat even used the term secede to describe what Toronto should do in the face of this threat. Matt has pulled back on that idea, but she did make her first campaign announcement yesterday on affordable housing. Today, John Tory made another bid for re-election, this one stronger than the last, and both candidates took veiled shots at the other. Have a listen.
0: In four years, we have come so far, and yet... There are those in this race who want to raise taxes beyond what people can afford. And there are those who want to debate and re-debate our transit plans endlessly while nothing whatsoever gets built. We all know we need to get on with building transit. We have a council approved transit plan. We have funding from the other governments. And now we can move forward and must move forward to get it built and not go back to the old ways where we endlessly debated things and didn't build. Toronto is booming. And we have to keep it that way. We can't let our foot off the gas one little bit, even for an instant, or we will fall behind again.
2: There's an opportunity to execute in a completely different way, a way that is bold, a way that takes the resources that we have, for example, and bundles them together, working in partnership with industry. And I believe many of those ways have not yet been embraced. And I will be unrolling over the course of this week my full plan that will include more specifics.
1: I want to hear from you, the Toronto voter. Does John Tory have your vote? Or do you like what Jennifer Keysmat is saying? And if you live outside the city, from an outsider's perspective, how do you think John Tory has done as Toronto's mayor the past four years? Numbers to call, 416-360-0740, or toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. John Tory has a long a long list of backers, and among them is Federal Liberal MP Judy Scrow, who represents Toronto's Humber River Black Creek riding. She's also the former Federal Minister of Immigration, and she joins us on the phone. Ms. Scrow, may I call you Judy? Please do. Also on the line is Brian Kelsey founder of State of the City, Inc., an urban policy and communications organization offering research support and advice to civic officials and city-focused public affairs organizations. Brian, welcome to you as well. Good afternoon. Judy, uh, you've given a strong endorsement from Mayor Tory. Tell us why.
2: Well, I think it's really important that the city have steady, constant leadership and one of the reasons that I'm, I'm a supporter of John Tories is the fact that I think that's what he's produced. You don't, you don't get a lot of drama with, uh, with John. He moves forward. He works with all levels of government. He's Certainly everybody knows that John is a conservative. But he works very well with the Liberals, the NDP, he stays open-minded, he'll sit down with a group of people from the different parties and the different levels and try and sort of how he can bring them together to advance the issues of Toronto. And he does that without having to get into the attacking left, right and centre and all of the other stuff. His his Certainly his focus and his heart is on Toronto and everything he says and does is about how can I make Toronto better? And how can I make the environment that we're living in both cleaner and safer for Torontonians? And I don't think we can ask for more. We we have enough of people standing up and doing the dramatic stuff and pointing fingers and so on. And you don't get that with Mr. Tory. You get a steady hand at the wheel, and I think that's what we need.
1: It's interesting, you know, uh, Bob Comsick in the news there at noon ran a clip of John Tory this morning saying, I'm in this to be of public service to the City of Toronto, not for my next job or next opportunity. And that felt very sincere, Judy. Yes,
2: and he's very sincere. I mean, let's look where John comes from. He doesn't need this job at all. And yet, you know what? He puts up with so much criticism. It's a very difficult job to lead a city the size of our
1: Toronto. You say and, that because of his personal wealth. He doesn't. Well, yeah, he doesn't exactly. need the job. He
2: doesn't need the headaches. And, and his dear wife Barbara, God bless her, that uh, that she's hanging in there, and he's going to be. Um, Seeking uh, election again, and it's for the right reasons. Is because he cares about this city. And you he know what? There's there's something
1: there's something to be said about that. You mentioned Barbara at home. Um, I mean, that is a. A lot of politicians who are successful, a large part of that is because of the rudder that they have at home. Someone who is backing them in every way, maybe giving advice or guidance, but it's all about that support. And and she's in the mayorship almost as much as him because of what she's providing him personally to do a good job
2: the fact that she's there to support him and and encourage him and keep him steady when when you're getting attacks from every corner and so on having your wife or your husband or your partner being there to say just just cool it for now. This will pass. You know, tomorrow will be a better day. We'll be, get it, we'll get another answer to that problem. We'll find a solution. That's really important, and I think that's a big part of John's success is having having his uh, his lovely wife being steady at the helm, and it's certainly a help for all of us in political office when we get difficult days.
1: What about Jennifer Matt Judy? What do you see in her as a candidate, her positives, her negatives? uh, Is she a viable option? I know you have come out publicly in our backing, John Tory, but what do you think about her as a candidate?
2: Well, I haven't had the opportunity to uh, meet Ms. Kismat directly, and I think, frankly, I think it's good for good for for john tory to have some opposition like that and the more we can come together as trontonians to try to make new suggestions new ideas i think it's helpful at the end of the day it'll be up to the voters to decide uh, where they want to cast their vote and but i think she will bring some thoughtful discussion to the uh of this race is coming up and i I hope that it comes in a in a positive way we've got enough negativity around the world that i'd really like to see is if we could manage to have some political races throughout the city that talk about positives and a great city here how can we make it better and that means we have to be pulling our resources together at all levels of government and working with each other not against each other
1: that's federal Liberal MP Judy Scrow, who represents Toronto's Humber River Black Creek riding. Also with us, Brian Kelsey, a municipal affairs expert analyst. Brian, let's let's riff off of what Judy was just saying in terms of having Jennifer Kiesmat in the race now. Let's talk about the race. At least now it is an interesting one.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, more interesting, I think, than anybody could reasonably have expected, Um and, you know, whatever Mayor Tory's uh, campaign team chooses to do, I don't think uh, uh, anybody would have wished the kind of uh, whiplash on them that they've had to suffer in the last few months. Uh, you know, they would have started planning to run against Doug Ford as their primary opponent uh, as of a few days before uh, the close of registrations. They were planning on running against uh um, uh, you know, uh, Melassman's son, and then suddenly they've got to look at their center left flank with Jennifer Keys coming in literally at the last minute. So, uh, you know, just just the positioning of the candidates themselves um, has been uh, a bit of an exercise in, in in surprises. And so, you know, what you're seeing is is Mayor Tory uh, very rapidly. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy who has. Uh, fans in the suburban side. He's got fans uh, downtown. He's got fans on the center left and center right. Uh, he's, he's very rapidly moving to the, uh, to the, um, uh, to the uh, center right to uh, build uh, uh, his suburban support on the expectation that uh, Jennifer Kiesemann's support is going to come from the center left and downtown. And that's a change from where he was uh, probably moving to literally uh, days or weeks ago.
1: And that's an interesting point you make, because when he was running against Doug Ford, who filled in at the last minute for uh, his now late brother, Rob Ford, there was definitely kind of a suburban-urban split to that race. And interestingly, both of them being conservative, but uh, Doug Ford appealing to more the suburban voter and John Tory to the urban voter. Uh, now, does, do you see some of that urban vote going to Jennifer Keyes, Matt, that would have gone automatically? To John Tory, had she not entered the race?
3: Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's uh, uh, Jennifer Keys is a city planner, one of the most prominent uh, city planners on the continent. Uh, she's somebody who, as you know, every city hall watcher knows, uh, was uh, had a far higher profile and was far more prominent than you would expect most public servants to be. She's experienced at uh, uh, dealing with the media she is identified uh, very closely with uh, some of the, the mayor's urbanist successes in terms of things like the uh, uh, the King Street uh, uh, streetcar uh, pilot project, for example, where you'd be hard put to say uh, six weeks ago, uh, you know, they probably would have both stood up and took credit together if it hadn't been for this, um, this mayoral race putting them on either side of these issues. So um, that and... You know there was an appetite out there for many months there were people looking for somebody on the center or center left to to uh, run against uh, the mayor to raise uh, critiques of everything from his uh, his his response to uh, to the shelter issue over the winter to the speed with which transit is being built that candidate wasn't there and wasn't on the ballot until Jennifer Kiesman seems to have made a um, you know, uh, a, a truly whimsical decision at the very last possible minute to, uh, to sign up and run without a campaign team in place. Um, you know, there's been a lot of comment on how a number of councillors, um, you know, uh, left-wing councillors, progressive councillors signed her nomination papers. And the reality is their names are probably there because as she walked into City Hall those would have been the easiest names for her to find to actually sign her nomination papers in in time to, to actually file and run so she's going to take on the mantle of being that you know progressive alternative to the moderate conservative candidate that john tory represents and she'll be getting support from people who might be more left-wing than her or more centrist than she might otherwise be simply by virtue of carrying that banner.
1: Let's get to the voters now. These conversations always become more interesting when you the Zoomer Radio listener gets involved. 416 3600 740 toll-free 1-866-744-740. Joe in Toronto. Hi, you're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Um, what do you think about the race and and who do you see is who will get your vote. Are you there, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Your comments or questions. uh, Since
0: John toy has been in office, my taxes have gone up $800, that's a 16% increase.
1: Now that the rate of inflation uh, has been the increase, it's been at the rate of inflation or lower. So, Brian, that sixteen percent seems a bit high over four years.
3: This is one of the, uh, the oh wait, most we've lost Tiring Brian there. aspects of, um, yep. still here. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, one of the most uh, tiring aspects of, of, of working in municipal politics is that uh, you know property taxes don't. Uh, don't always work at the rate that uh, that the city passes them, that uh, uh, you have uh, reassessments that take place, mm-hmm. uh, that, um, you know, those are revenue neutral for the city, but they, they shift your taxes based on shifts in property value um, within the overall city and the overall tax pool. So it's it's, it's quite possible and you know i think quite annoying for taxpayers but nevertheless quite possible in the system for somebody's taxes to be going up faster than inflation even if the rates are only going up at inflation it's quite possible for them to go slower but there's also some increases built in that uh, you know for the so-called city building fund uh, that was originally to fund the uh, the scarborough subway alone that are uh, that push those numbers a little past inflation once you add it all up. And uh, frankly, I'm, I'm I'm sure that issue is going gonna come up because um, for now, little supplements to the property tax has been how the how the city has been working around uh, those those tax limits, both mm-hmm. in the Rob Ford years and and Mayor Tory's years. And uh, you know there's going to be a, a, a hell of a debate about whether those are enough. Or too much, or should be really accounted against the overall t- property tax bill that that you know your listeners are actually seeing on the, on their own uh, tax bill from the city.
1: Let's go back to federal Liberal MP Judy Scro. I think uh, the conversations, the debates, are going to be uh, quite intellectual and informative, Judy. I mean, when we think about John Tory's strengths and Jennifer Kezmat's strengths, both highly educated people um, with with impressive pedigrees, so we could. We could really benefit from the conversations they have if they don't get dirty and pokey with each other and stay sort of above the fray and talk about the issues.
2: Uh, I agree, and hence be the comments that I made. I think it's an opportunity for our our city to come out of this election much stronger. Uh, with a lot more discussion and debates happening at the mayoralty level and, and, and certainly at the uh, at the councillor level. There's a, an awful lot of new people who are putting their names in uh, with new uh, invigorated interests in, in, uh, in our city. So I think the more people have discussions and float ideas around and look for solutions together and not spend the next three months uh, attacking each other and so on, I think it would the city would be far better off, and that's very much John's style. <clears throat> Excuse me, John's style. Well, it would certainly be. So I'm hoping that they yes. will, you know, flesh out new ideas and new thought processes, and not just attack each other. What? Who didn't what, do what or whatever?
1: Well, we had enough of that in the provincial election campaign. Yes. Let's go I to agree. Deb in Halton Hills. Hi, Deb. You're on Fight Back. Go ahead. Hi.
2: Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm just wondering regarding one of the comments you're uh, when you re- uh Listeners just phoned out, I think his name was Brian, about the property taxes in Toronto. If you read today's issue of the Toronto Star, there's actually a letter to the editor in there from somebody from Fulton Hills about how the rest of us all pay very high property taxes, and then Toronto keep, pays the lowest, but yet they want the most tax money from the province and stuff to help pay for stuff that somebody in Thunder Bay is never going to use, like the subway. Um, Toronto really has to stop that idea that they get to pay the lowest taxes, in, in the GTA for what
1: they get. Well, I and guess that, it's, it's all relative, isn't it, Brian? Well, Brian actually is our expert. I think Joe from Toronto was calling yeah. in. He was the one saying exactly. that his... Yeah, no, that's <laughs> sure. fine. But just, a, yeah. So, Brian, yeah. What, do you, what do you say about that in terms yeah. of, of, the, of the municipal landscape up province-wide? Yeah.
3: Um, and, and as always, it, it, it depends on how you look at this, that the Toronto's tax rates, property tax rates, are lower than mm-hmm. the neighboring municipalities. By the way, the business tax rates are higher, but since housing values are higher, that people tend to be paying, um, you know, a little more than you might think in, in in actual property tax, depending on those gaps. The other big difference, and this is something uh, you know both candidates are going to have to confront, is that unlike other municipalities, Toronto is the only. Um, we're the only uh, city in the province that has its own land transfer tax. So everybody who's, who's buying and selling homes in the market, those transactions are all being taxed with an additional tax on the value of that, that sale over and above what's there. And that's making up a big chunk of the revenue that the city would otherwise be collecting if property tax rates were higher. The problem, of course, is there's a risk that that, uh, that the real estate market is slowing down. Frankly, uh, virtually all of what the mayor's been able to to pay for in terms of, of new uh, services and new investments over the last four years of, of his term. Um, you know if the municipal land transfer tax wasn't churning out uh, you know scads of revenue that nobody was expecting over those four years, that would have been uh, very difficult. Uh, if, if not impossible to do, given the current financial math of the city budget. Right. So so there are some offsets there, even though those those basic property tax rates are, uh, frankly, lower than, than in other cities.
1: Yeah. Deb, thank yeah. you for calling okay. in. Thank you very much, Deb. Thanks. We appreciate Bye-bye. your perspective and your okay. opinion. As always, 416 toll-free 1-866-744-740. Uh, I, just before we wrap up here, Brian, I'm interested to hear what you really think. What is your gut feeling in terms of John Tory's approval rating, which is quite high? Does Jennifer Keysmat represent any sort of real threat?
3: A um, couple of quick comments, and that is, first, uh, I think the mayor is and his campaign, they're treating uh, Keysmat as though she's a real threat, and that's the right thing for any mayor to do. Mayoral races are notoriously unpredictable. Um, you know, The other thing to remember is that uh, mayoral approval ratings across North America tend to be 20-30% higher than you see for premiers or governors the mayor's approval rating is is what i would call good for a mayor at about 56% but that's not spectacular. And he's sitting on about 70% support against 30%, if you believe the last uh, forum poll against Jennifer right now. So, you know, the odds are still very favorable for the mayor to win this. Uh, Jennifer is starting with no organization, for example. Uh, But I, I, you know, if somebody asked me to bet, I would say that that gap between them uh, is definitely going to close well before election day, even if it closes to the point where the mayor is only getting the people who are Um, You know, approving of his mayoralty right now at about 55, 56 percent, though, of course, that still means a a pretty significant victory for him on October 22nd.
1: And uh, MP Judy Scrow, in terms of the relationship between John Tory as the mayor for the last four years and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who's been the prime minister for the last three years, uh, how do you see that relationship in terms of moving forward the, the Toronto agenda? Well,
2: certainly knowing both of them fairly well, I think their personalities work well together. Uh, I believe that they both want the very best thing for the city of Toronto. This is this is Canada's biggest city, and it's really important for us to be able to profile it in a positive way. And the more that we can work together at all levels of government, uh, the better off the people will be, but also the better off the city will be. There's a lot of real needs here, and we cannot just... We can't stop where we are now the investment in transit is critical everybody complains about the transportation challenges well we finally managed to put some packages together between all levels of government if we can move that forward uh, i think it'll be great for the growth and for all of the residents not only in the city of toronto but even those in halton and in in the other areas if toronto does well i believe everybody does well and the need for affordable housing and transit investments are critical so that it it continues to be an affordable
1: city. We will leave it there. Federal Liberal MP Judy Scrow, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Also, Brian Kelsey, founder of State of the City, Inc. Uh, Great conversation, and I look forward to uh, a future chat about this race or uh, other municipal issues. Thank you, Brian.
0: Thank you so much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.